Bonjour et bienvenue à Collège Jeanne Sauvé. Today is school day 62. Please rise and wonder, why do we draw hearts like that? That looks nothing like a real heart. After the disturbing events of last week, we have finally completed the good riddance ceremony to permanently ban that vile, vile cult and its horrible leader from our school. While this place isn't perfect, students were still put in a very dangerous situation and exposed to even more dangerous ideals. A moat, glowing eyes, and supernatural creatures are simple enough to avoid, but the cult's manipulation and brainwashing are so subtle that you don't notice it's dangerous until you're too far in to escape. I tell you not to trust a lot of things on these announcements, but if there's one thing that you take away from all my suspicion, it should be this. Never trust anyone who has all the answers. These people often seem the easiest to trust. They seem reliable and confident, and that makes people trust them. But someone claiming to hold the truth to everything and promising to get rid of the darkness Someone who seems to have your best interests in mind is never someone you should trust. Nobody ever has all the answers. Nobody can ever completely get rid of the darkness. And nobody ever knows the full truth to anything. Because as one of Freddie Mercury's past incarnations once said, the truth is rarely pure and simple. We are created from the darkness. Trying to deny it or get rid of it only ends in suffering. All we can do is accept that it's a part of us. Never change who you are, dear listeners. We must also accept that there are things that we will never know. The world is vast and complicated. How arrogant is it to think that we'll be able to understand it all? I am sincerely sorry for those who are drawn into the cult by that manipulative president. They were blinded by lust for knowledge and purity far beyond human capabilities, and they paid the price of their greed. Remember, we are only human. We can't change what we are, and we will never know everything. Never trust anyone who says otherwise. Anyone who promises the impossible does not intend on fulfilling it. The Goodridden ceremony was completed yesterday by collectively screaming at a picture of the president. Administration will be performing thorough examinations of every club to make sure that this does not happen again. On another, less serious, but maybe a little more controversial note, you may have noticed a strange smell coming from across the backfield. It turns out that one of the people whose yard backs onto the field has permission from the city to grow medicinal chickens. When the wind is blowing in the right direction, the scent of the chickens fills the whole school. Needless to say, this has caused quite the uproar in the community, especially among parents. They don't want their children to be exposed to chickens, even if those chickens are for medicinal purposes. What the parents don't realize is that literally everyone in this school has been exposed to chickens already. 
There are students with their own chickens, who sneak them into the school bathrooms or to the Forest of the Sun Temple. Some neighbor growing their own chickens doesn't really affect us in any way. Well, except for that annoying smell. It's also worth noting all the uses of medicinal chickens. Have you ever had chicken soup when you were sick? It sure helps, doesn't it? Chances are, that was medicinal chicken. Or vegan chicken-flavored kelp broth. Or ground heartstone. Or literally anything else that people call chicken soup, because that could be anything. Because words and names are just collections of random sounds that have been given meaning through the centuries of common use. When somebody says chicken soup, you probably think of a bowl of chicken broth, maybe with some veggies or chicken chunks, noodles or rice. You think that because this is what English speakers are taught that chicken soup is. But there's no rule or law saying that's the only thing that the sound chicken soup can mean. I could call this coffee chicken soup. I would face I would face backlash from society because people get mad when someone doesn't follow the same social rules as them. But there's no law against calling coffee chicken soup. But if you've had the edible substance that most English speakers call chicken soup, chances are it was made from medicinal chickens. Medicinal chickens are also very soothing when you've had a stressful day. They feed off emotion, so if you're starting to feel overwhelmed, all you need to do is hold a medicinal chicken until it eats all the excess emotion and you're calm. Be careful though. It's very easy to accidentally let the chickens go too far and eat all your emotions, leaving you numb and unfeeling for all of eternity. Or until you die. Whichever comes first. I personally don't think medicinal chickens are a big deal. They have their uses. They also have their dangers, but doesn't everything? The smell is a little annoying, but since we only notice it when the wind is at a specific angle, I'm sure we can fix the problem by writing a letter to the government asking them to stop making the wind blow in that specific angle. More news on this story after the school board talks to the parents and the city and administration and more parents and more people and they just talk back and forth and back and forth and then nothing will end up happening. So maybe there won't be more information. I don't know. Anyways, now for a history minute. You are making history right now. Everything you do will eventually be history. You listening to me speak right now will one day be history. What a wonderful, terrifying concept. This, and every other minute to come after it, has been a History Minute. Students are reporting strange noises coming from Salle de Saint-Saint. It sounds like a mixture of static, screaming, and chanting in a long-forgotten language. These noises are not part of the construction. I repeat, they are not. Prolonged listening to these noises may cause madness, a disconnect from reality, haunting nightmares, or inescapable pain. Administration claims to not know what is causing these noises, and assures us that they totally didn't summon Cthulhu on Halloween. Cthulhu is not residing in Salle de Saint-Saint. What would ever make you think that? Wow, you're crazy. If you actually believe that Cthulhu's real, then you must believe in all sorts of crazy things. You're probably one of those conspiracy theorists that thinks birds are real living animals and not government drones. Jeez, you're crazy. The cafeteria has announced that all their food is now made with ingredients you can pronounce, like tomatoes, cream, lead, and worms. The food used to contain ingredients such as Hippopotamontrosoquapediliophobia, Zarglock, Exoplanets, Tetraethyl, 
dicarbon monoxide, anti-disestablishmentor, I can't say that word, refrigerator, sectoplasm, oxymoron, and Aaron. But not anymore. Now you can pronounce everything your food is made of, assuming you have control over your mouth and basic knowledge of language. It's good to know that the cafeteria staff are taking steps to ensure the health of students. You know, I've only ever seen the same cafeteria lady at the canteen. I've heard rumors of there being other people working there, but they all seem to quit after a couple of days. You can't blame them. If I had to work with tomatoes, I'd be dead by now. The acid they secrete is really hard to contain and very dangerous. The cafeteria itself continues to be odd, and not just because of the oddly green wall. Have you ever been in the cafeteria while it's snowing? Next time it snows, go to the cafeteria and look out those big, big windows. See the vastness of the back field and the forest of the Sun Temple beyond. Watch in awe as snow falls from the clouds above and blows across the field in a never-ending onslaught of cold, filling the air, covering the ground. Watch as it increases in strength until you can barely see the forest through the haze of snow. Watch this beautiful, powerful, everyday snowfall from inside the cafeteria. The windows here are so big, over four times your height. Look up and realize that the show of awesome power in front of you extends all the way above the tops of the windows, all the way to the clouds above. It fills the entire sky. There is so much snow. You watch the expanse of the cold snowstorm and realize you are so, so small. You realize that no matter how impressive you are, what legacy you leave, what you manage to create, you will never even begin to compare to the constant awesomeness of a good old-fashioned Canadian snowstorm. You're just one tiny human in a slightly bigger building watching through a window as the wonders of nature engulf the world around you. The cafeteria during a snowstorm is a place of wonder, a place of awe, a place of revelation, a place to truly see how small and insignificant you are in the grand scope of things. Yes, it sure is an odd place. Financial Literacy Week is coming up. Students will be given $1 million to spend on stocks. Using time manipulation, administration will condense three months' worth of stock market fluctuations into one school week. Whichever student with the most money at the end of the week will get to keep it. All the other students will be forced to donate their money to the Cthulhu Containment Chamber Fund, which administration swears is in case Cthulhu ever finds our school. Not because Cthulhu is currently residing in Saldo Sosang and may break free at any moment. I interviewed a few students about their thoughts on this financial literacy week. One of them, who I think was a grade 9, said, Stocks? Isn't that a type of weird bird? His friend punched him and said, Birds aren't real, stupid. A grade 11 responded only with an evil laugh. A group of grade 10 stared past me with glazed eyes and a foaming mouth, mumbling nonsense. I think I heard one of them mention Cthulhu. Another grade 11 said, Stocks are pointless.
everything is pointless. We will all return to the earth from whence we came. Locker number 138 said, I miss Judy. It just isn't the same without her. Good to see our school is so excited about the stock market. Madame Capina's classroom has finally been fully converted into a cloud containment chamber. Now the grade 9 and 12 bio classes can start cloning clouds without having to worry about the cataclysmic chaos of uncontained cloned clouds. Aesop Bio is about to get real interesting. The school division is looking for basketball referees. If you have your referee license, driver's license, helicopter license, submarine license, heat-seeking missile license, dissection license, organ harvesting license, pyromaniac license, dictionary usage license, hairstylist's license, and a decent pair of glowing basketball shoes, you meet the qualifications. All qualified students will wake up in the attic of the divisional offices tonight. The school division is also looking for basketball players. All the basketball teams have already been chosen, but they accidentally chose the players based off their skills at NBA 2K24, so the basketball teams are filled with time-traveling members of the video game club. Turns out, time-traveling members of the video game club aren't the best at basketball, and more importantly, they don't want to play basketball. In an attempt to replace the current players with people who actually want to play, the school division has hired an oracle. The oracle will visit all the schools in the division, including our own, to choose the players based off their aura. This will ensure a fair selection process. The oracle also accepts bribes of rye bread. Administration has declared Béchardelles to be a class 3 threat. Beware. There will be a meeting on November 27th for all students who will participate in Bill Nye's new video. The students have been selected this morning while they were in the shower. When they got out of the shower, there were words written on the fog in the mirror. It said, you have been chosen. Each of the students then passed out. They will wake up on November 27th on the set of the video. The Colympiens continue to be active. They are creating wax-coated cloths as an environmentally friendly way to store food. They didn't say when or where they will be doing this, but everyone is invited to join. It's widely known that they probably have ulterior motives and long-term plans that involve these wax cloths, but nobody's quite sure what. That's alright. They've always been mysterious, so we'll let them continue to be that way. The strange noises heard from Salle de Saint-Saint have increased. We can now hear thrashing and a strange squelching noise. Neighboring rooms report the walls shaking, as if they're being hit repeatedly by a massive entity. Or maybe a parakeet. The room 108 Fight Club, which shares a wall with Salle de Saint-Saint, is ecstatic. Finally, the Fight Club is ready to rumble. And now, corrections. Yesterday, there was a certain announcement by a certain wannabe journalist advising all grade 12s to major in grilled cheese next year in university. It has come to my attention that grilled cheese is not a major that most universities offer. This certain person, who went on and on about the benefits of majoring in grilled cheese for half an hour, disrupting all ASOC classes, and who may have hacked the school website to replace all the text with major in grilled cheese that will save your life in all caps comic sans, and who might have put up posters all over the school advertising a major in grilled cheese, and who may have possibly gone to each and every classroom during C-slot to give a 45 minute PowerPoint presentation 
about each and every aspect of majoring in grilled cheese might have been mistaken about what a major is. They might have picked up a recipe book instead of a university guide. This person might have had to cancel the national campaign they were planning. This anonymous wannabe journalist apologizes for the disruption and confusion they may have caused, but still thinks that universities should offer grilled cheese as a major. This has been Corrections. The Room 108 Fed Club is now live streaming whatever is happening in Room 108. I'm watching it with my earbuds in. There's a bunch of grade 12 boys floating in the air. I can hear a rumbling and a thrashing and boys laughing and then a thud, thud, thud against the wall like some giant trying to break down the bricks. The boys' laughter stops. They all watch the wall in anticipation. Thud, thud. There's a wet slapping sound along with the thuds as if the the thing behind the wall is covered in slime. Thud! Thud! It's, uh, it's louder now. Thud! And then... Uh, the, there's a big crack. The bricks separate. Cracks form in the wall. Flecks of paint and mortar float through the air. The camera is shaky. So shaky, I'm amazed he hasn't dropped it yet. Or maybe he has, and maybe the phone is left suspended in the air. The boys are trying to flee, but it's really hard to move without gravity. There's another loud crack, thud, and... God. Oh, God, dear listeners, the live stream is glitching out. There's... there's something in the room. I can't see what it is because the screen is covered in glitching colors. The the boys are yelling. They're screaming. There's a horrible noise. There's a mixture of static and screaming and chanting in a long forgotten language and it's getting louder. I can barely see anything between the shakiness of the camera and and the glitching colors. I know that there's something in there, but it's gone. The phone died. Dear listeners, my phone just went black. I can't see what's happening anymore. It was at 82%. It shouldn't be dead. I think... I think that something in there doesn't want me to see what's happening in room 108. Whether that's for my safety or its own. I don't know. I just don't know. While I anxiously wait for more news on the unspeakable, indescribable horror that is now loose in our school... Let's listen to an announcement from Madame Donnelly's cat and cat owner noises class. Howie! Yeah? You're just gonna prowl around like that? Really? Oh, you poor cow. Poor little fluffball. Somebody, yeah? Somebody's not letting you outside? That somebody's me? Yeah, I'm sorry, cow. You can't go outside. I'm gonna be at school all day. You're gonna freeze out there. It's so cold out. And now you're kicking yourself in the face. And now you're sitting there ignoring me. Oh, Howie. What a cow. None of you actually listen to the announcements from Madame Donnelly's classes, do you? 
This entire time, I've just been getting texts, faxes, messages in bottles, and astrological signs from students telling me about the indescribable horror that is loose in this school. Judging by the order of the messages and the sounds of the screams in the hallways, the creature is making its way towards the tech hallway. It has already escaped room 108, crashed through a wall into the library, read the entire Percy Jackson series, had a philosophical conversation with the all-knowing being who lives in the photocopier, then crashed through multiple walls into the band room where it performed an epic drum solo with its many appendages, ate three tambourines, and politely held the door open for the mentally scarred band students who are fleeing the room. Now it is on its way towards the tech hallway. It's ignoring all the students and classrooms and is breaking down the door to the janitor's closet. It opened the door, it broke it down, same same difference, and it's, it's squeezing its incomprehensibly huge body into the hole in the janitor's closet. And it's gone. It just went down the hole in the janitor's closet and it disappeared into the darkness below. Well, I think this creature's rampage is done. Not many things escape from the hole in the janitor's closet. One of our indoor soccer teams vanished into it back in October and they haven't been seen since. It's very likely that we're safe now, or at least back to the level of danger that we've been taught to assume as safe. The students who have come into contact with the monstrous horror that administration assures me is not Cthulhu are now staring off into space with blank eyes and foaming mouths, mumbling nonsense. Their condition isn't that different than that of a student on Monday morning, so administration has decided that a surprise pre-cal test should instill enough panic in them to restart their brains. I guess if it works for us, it should work for them. Administration has also issued a correction to their previous announcement about the money earned from Financial Literacy Week. They say that the money earned by the students from their stock market investments will no longer be donated to the Cthulhu Containment Chamber Fund. Now that Cthulhu is trapped in the hole in the janitor's claws, uh, somewhere far away from the school and its students, we have no need to waste money on a containment chamber that we won't use. We already have one for cloned clouds, because we all know that the uncontained cloned clouds are cataclysmic, said administration. They will instead be spending the money on sacrificial burritos. Hey, no, I should phone Taco Bell person and tell him, tell him the good news. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Hello? Talk about person. It's me. Oh, uh, I, well, I don't think that was a good time. But, but I have really good news. I, I, I'm, I'm not alone down here anymore. Oh, they give you friends? It's about time. No, not friends. This creature just fell from the ceiling. I can't see it very well, but even if I could, I don't think I'd be able to describe it. Can you hear it? Oh my god. That's that's the same noise that that thing made when it broke into the Room 108 Fight Club. Be careful, Taco Bell person. That thing's dangerous. It's getting closer. I, I can see movement, but nothing more. I am not here for vengeance. Your puny species is not worthy of such an honorable extinction. Not worthy of even a second of the great Cthulhu's time. I am only here for a meal worthy of an elder god such as myself. Young one, 
Where do you keep your phone tongues? It's in the, the giant pile over there. Excellent. Come with me and show me which one's your favorite. Oh, okay, sure. Uh, I guess I gotta hang up. I don't really think I'm in danger anymore. If you say so. Text me if anything goes wrong, okay? Okay, bye. Bye. Well, I think now we know what's in the hole in the janitor's closet. I'm going to have to rework the details of my Save Taco Bell person campaign. Hey, I just got a text from him. It says, Having a feast. Cthulhu's pretty chill. And now he sent a selfie of him and Cthulhu with burritos. At least I assume that's what it is. The picture is glitched too much to be able to tell. Administration just released another correction, stating that there are no more sacrificial burritos because two unknown entities ate them all. So they have decided to invest all the stock market money into fish to English translation technology. They hope that this will allow Madame Bray, Mr. Cunoyer, and Mr. Verhag to resume their roles as science teachers. The future is looking bright, and I'm not just saying that because my calendar is glowing. We now have plans to fix the fish situation, the Taco Bell person situation, and the Cthulhu victims situation. It feels nice to have everything back on track. Whatever problems you may have right now, one day you'll solve them, and you will learn so much in the process. I'm very excited to start that process and see how much my life has changed by the end of it. Look out, Taco Bell person. Look out, fish. Look out, glowing eyes. Every problem has a solution. And one day, we're gonna find those. C'est tout pour les annonces. Passez une excellente journée. This episode was written, narrated, and produced by Madison Posthumus. The voice of Taco Bell person is Cameron Posthumus. Madame Donnelly's cat and cat owner sounds class was performed by Madison Posthumus and Howie. Music is by Madison Posthumus and Milan Bengesha. Go follow her on SoundCloud at Please Quit. She's pretty awesome. Thanks for listening. Ring-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling. Hello? Taco Bell person. It's me. Taco Bell person. It's me. But even if I could, I don't... Wait. I don't think I'd be able to. I don't think I'd be able to. Describe it. Describe it. <laughs> Just say it all as one line. Okay, okay. Um... I don't think I'd be able to describe it. Oh my god. Wait, what? That's my line. Oh. I'm gonna edit in the creepy noises of it. Sorry. That's okay. That's all right. We're I'm just very tired. Shh. Shush, so I can continue. Do you want to do that or no? I am not here for. No, this is when you realize that all Cthulhu actually wants is burritos, oh. and you're like, okay. Oh, so he's not gonna eat me. Okay. Bye. Click. 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 Click.